Hi, I'm Hans. And I'm Laura. And we love to go to the movies, whether it's in our living room or at a theater. And one thing we like almost as much as watching movies is talking about them. So grab a cocktail. And let's go to the movies. Hi, movie fans. This week we watched the 2023 Wes Anderson film Asteroid City, starring... Jason Schwartzman, Scarlett Johansson, Brian Cranston, Steve Carell, and many, many others. Oh, many, many others, yeah. Um, this film was about a variety of characters um, who gather together uh, in a fictional western town of Asteroid City, famous for an asteroid that landed there. Um, a variety of things happen while they're in this town, which of course leads to the main plot happening in this film. However, it's important to notice that, to note that in many ways, this is actually a movie tucked within a play. That's correct. Yes. So Laura, how did you rate Asteroid City? Well, I mean, I rated this quite high. I would give it a 4.8 in terms of enjoyability, and I give it a 4.5 in terms of quality. Yeah, that's that's great, Laura. You know, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna rate this movie really high too. I have to say a little asterisk before I give my ratings. Um, the ratings here, I understand why some people may disagree, and certainly it is a bit contingent on the particular genre of movie that we're looking at here, but considering as I think we both try to sort of judge a movie based on what it's trying to be, shall yes. we say. Um, I'm going to give this movie a five for enjoyability, and I'm giving it a five for quality. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, we've got to talk about it. Yes. So, Hans, you gave this film a perfect score. Do Tell us why. Okay, in terms of enjoyability, Laura, here's the thing. I sat down to watch this movie. Um, the movie began. I began to smile. And probably somewhere around an hour into the movie, I realized that I believe I have actually had a literal smile on my face since this movie began. Um, I found this movie to be joyful, simply. I found it to be a joy to watch the movie. I just really, I just really enjoyed it. Um, I immersed myself in Wes Anderson's world, and I just found it visually pleasing to look at. And you know, it just checked checked what I was looking for. I don't. I it was you know again smile on my face for the whole movie basically. Um, quality wise, uh, well, you know, other movies that I've rated very highly that I can think of. Well, the, I, I can't compare this movie to, say, um, uh, James Bond, uh, No Time to Die, or Top Gun Maverick, or some of the, the other movies that I've rated extremely highly. They're entirely in different categories of cinema. However, for what this movie was trying to be, what flaws can I point to? Um, can I think point to any flaws? Can I point to even a flaw in the closing credits? I can't. I can't think of anything. Well, that's fair. That's fair. And you're right about comparing it. This just 
the only thing there is really to compare it to is, you know, Wes Anderson's body of work, I mm-hmm, think. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think that perhaps my rating in terms of, it's so, it's, I have, I have personal issues rating anything a five. This is my own. Oh, well, I, own I, head, I agree with you. I have my own yeah. head about it. But I mean, I did very, very, very much enjoy this movie. And I'm at a loss, actually, to name a movie I enjoyed more well, I'm than becoming this. a so, sap in my old age, I suppose. So, I mean, I think that's fair. And looking at his body of work, I really like this movie. But I'm, I'm not sure that there isn't other of his movies that... I thought were perhaps better or that I didn't enjoy equally or as much. So yeah. that's maybe like my slight step back from that, um, from that film. What I thought was so interesting about this film is that. Um, I think that's a topic for a future podcast right there. Yeah, definitely. What I think was so interesting about this film was the fact, especially looking at Wes Anderson's broader body of work is it seemed to be, much more a film not about what was actually actually about not what the movie was actually about but was about bigger themes yeah well my question for you is going to have to be you know what were those were those bigger themes as you as you as you see it you know i've given a lot of thought of this we're fresh off this film and i i think that i'm going to be continuing to think about it for days and weeks in the future (laughs) um but i i do think i have been reminded of an old saying which is uh we make plans and god laughs and i think that somehow the film was slightly representative of this um you know there was a lot of structure put into the film it was a five-act play. For example, you jumped in and out between the theater aspect and the movie that was taking place. Um, and there seemed to be a sense that despite the imposed structure that man was trying to put on the story, it sort of took on a life of its own. And there were many things um, within the film that were similar. For example, when there was the quarantine, the news still got out despite uh, people in power trying to make their best effort not not to let it go out. Um, in the beginning of the movie, for example, you have the um, car breakdown and you have the mechanic and the mechanic says it's one of two things, right? And so they they figure out which of the two things it is. And it seems to be the first one. And then a third thing happens. And there's this line that says, I believe this is something entirely different, right? Yes. You have all these scientists gathered in the city and then you have this event that happens that's beyond their scientific understanding of the world and kind of goes beyond what anyone could, could, could believe. You know, I think there's sort of this, sense of control there's this sense of questions we can't answer there's this you know there's this sort of sense of man trying to control and put structure in place but that there's just so much unknowableness in the world and maybe that's what this is all about well, i think that's really keen and perhaps that if 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 that's the theme you know that could expand to the idea of the um atom bombs that were being tested in the right. background right man man imposes his will upon the the upon you know atomic nuclear power and 
lo and behold, do we really control? <laughs> right. <laughs> do we, you know, do, does our, do our limits really control? Um, or is it in fact not, not beyond our control um, to an extent? I think that's a really keen, uh, keen way of looking at it. I, I think that there's, I think something else we both picked up on in the movie too, was it seemed to have some real connections to sort of like a theater of the absurd in some respect, yeah, much absolutely. more than, more than other, other Wes Anderson movies. And I think that, you know, one of the things that I took away from it maybe is sort of an idea about, um, just that things happen and then other things happen, which yeah. plays into your idea. Of being knowable, right? Right, right. It's like, you know, things happen and then that puts us in a direction and then something else happens and that puts us in a direction. As, and as we move forward, well, the story unfolds. Or as one of the characters said, you know, just just, just watch the story or just yeah, follow the, the story, story, right? Yeah, so maybe you don't have to know what it means. You just have to follow the story. Yeah, and maybe that's maybe that's part of it, right, is grappling with questions in our life that, you know, we, we want to have closure to. Why did this happen? Why did that happen? There's no reason. Why burn your hand on the griddle? Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Why? Why? And then there's there's other broader plot points which I won't necessarily mention on the podcast. But you want to be able to answer like, why did this happen? And then right. it turns out you just are utterly left without any direction as to why things might have happened. Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, I I, I totally think that's true. And then thinking about. You know, I mean, obviously there were some great characters in this film because Wes Anderson does a great job developing characters. Oh, this is, yes. This is, does not stray from that. But just so many little details, I feel like, plays into that too. Like the hotel manager who, you know, he just carries on. There's this great scene, which this is a little bit of a spoiler alert, in which somebody's checking in. And he explains to them that they will not be sleeping in a cottage like they reserved, but a tent because the cottage burnt down. And that sort of, I think, is very metaphoric of this idea that then something happens and we move forward. And, of and course, no matter how much you want that cottage, cottage you can't have, have the, the cottage, cottage because it burnt down. Right. You will have a tent. Right. And the guest is very dissatisfied with that. And, and the hotel manager simply says, I understand. However... We have a tent for you. This is this is the option, so you have to move forward with it. Yeah. Um, the hotel manager is also quasi-selling plots of land in the middle of nowhere, which I think is also sort of representative of this like idea of you know what what is a noble? What will that be in the future? Yeah, but it also rings true to um, to some the of the West, things, to, yeah. the, to the to the nature of, of the West. Yeah. Yeah, um, and as someone who who loves who loves this this the West, the, yes. um, the playing on some of those tropes, I thought very keenly perceptive. Would I expect anything less of of Mr. Anderson? Certainly not. Um, but I want to I want to jump in for a second, Laura, because we've been talking about sort of some heavy handed sort of thematic elements, yes. perhaps of this movie. But I want to make a point for our listeners that this movie is also just fun to watch. Again, oh, completely right? joyful. The characters were, characters were fun. The dialogue was snappy and witty. The acting was fantastic, as you would expect. Um, and um, again, the characters, as you said, were good. The music was, you know, spot on, as you would expect. Um, it was very funny, too. There were elements absolutely. of the movie that I was just absolutely 
I was just, I was dying with laughter. It was very funny to me at certain points. Yeah. Um, and sort of played on a lot of, a lot of, a lot of themes. We talked about whether Anderson does satire and, and I'm of the opinion that I don't think he satired, he satires so much as he just plays with, plays convention. with convention. And there are a variety of conventions that, that, that he, he snuck into this movie and then played with them. And I don't think it was for the sake of making fun of them so much as just, just playing, playing with them and them. having fun with, with sort of movie stereotypes. And I've given more thought to that. And I actually appreciate that because I think that it was very intentional on his part to sort of construct a vision of the West that was delightful, but also was very familiar to us because thinking about, for instance, those, you know, the, the background was like the buttes and the cactuses. Those are sort of two different deserts. Right. Right. But you watch the movie and you never question the fact that you're surrounded by buttes and cactuses because it just conjures up this sort of, slightly imaginary but also so delicious like this just like perfect image of like what the west should be by creating this bizarre mismatch right though not not really bizarre just just sort of a conglomeration of 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 everything that you think of as being Western. western why would there have been cowboys actual cowboys in this in this town because Clearly, cows could not graze where no, they were, right? right? Exactly. Um, you know, and, and and all sorts of other things. But it just—I mean, I could go on listing all of the all of those elements that were sort of mashed into this, but um, that made it just uh, just just a blast, a blast to watch. Right. Absolutely. And of course, Anderson put in some uh, bits and pieces that I think were just purely to make you smile for instance a never-ending car chase (laughs) between some cops and some robbers i guess or something um there is a particularly humorous road but that speaks to that speaks to any number of any number of chase scenes through through desert highways from a variety of variety of films totally um or even to the "Quote unquote cowboy Indian films." Very know? true. Yeah, um, and of course, the Roadrunner. Well, the Roadrunner's one of the stars of the show. Wasn't yeah. wasn't wasn't the Roadrunner? Um, I, I could go on about the the various little tidbits that I that I loved from the movie. You mentioned some of Anderson's things. You know, there's all sort. I, I, I encourage our our listeners to. Uh, make sure that as you watch this movie, you need to pay attention to to the, the plot and the dialogue, but you also need to pay attention to what's going on in the background. Yeah, absolutely. Look at the background because he attends to every little piece of scenery. Yes. Until next time, movie fans. We will see you at the movies. Go watch Asteroid City. Everybody's entitled to their thoughts Everybody's entitled to their opinion